live stream coming to you from Midwood Flatbush in Brooklyn. I am happy to say that we have some of our stalwarts back on the panel. Rob Arnold, a Republican. Hello, Mr. Arnold. Hello. How are you? Okay, that's not his real voice, guys. But you know, with a lot of Cheerio. The, with the Republican Party, sometimes we don't know what's yeah, real and what's not. Call not like that, man. And because James Smith, you're the other Republican, and I know that you're going to call me out as host of the show. Um, you have been a, a a strong contributor to the program, and I know our fan base is increasing just because both of you guys are here. So we're happy to have you. Hello, James. As Smith. well, you should be. Okay, we're happy to educate the unknowing uninformed Democrats. liberals. Okay, wonderful. Everybody and loves the circus. Okay, Lip and tarts. so that, Ryan Parker... That's why Parker, you guys live in a circus all day long. <laughs> Ryan Parker, I love the fact that you called it a circus. Mm-hmm. Um, goes round and knows. round and round. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we'll talk about the various clowns. Um, today is Free For All Fridays. <laughs> I'm also going to wa- welcome back Mr. Kirk Adair. He has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to verbal assault, but I can say the that man, things are damn religion. good now. Would you agree, Mr. Adair? Oh, yes, I definitely. Definitely would agree. He's so damn polite as an as a Brit. Um, Free for all Fridays are about letting the conversation kind of take a life of its own. It sort of happens anyway, but I'm more of the, for lack of a better metaphor, I'm sort of the slave master. Um, I want to. I'm getting a, a message from our director. Triggered. Am I acknowledging? Uh, oh. Let me not forget Mr. <laughs> Abek um, Abdekar. No, we all forgot. Abek, are you there? I don't exist. Yes, you do exist. But that be- voice in your because head. you may have the coronavirus <laughs> and you're Asian, we have you in another room. I did have a cough <laughs> this morning. You I coughed. Did have a cough this we morning. heard you cough during the last broadcast. Okay, so, so, so he coughed. I'm in so solitary. Ibex, since I'm not since I'm not seeing you, this is a test I to see, see if we can have call-ins into the program. So what I'm going to do is I'm going can to I throw- call in. You you're already you already called. You called. Let me get my phone up. You can't call in oh because God, I'm calling. Be that I'm, one call oh, dude, there is there is a phone in here. Oh, there'll be an echo. Oh, okay. there'll be, that's the problem. So there'll everybody, um, I don't know whether you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, but as you know, we're listener supported. We're on Trich, Twitch, 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 and Patreon. It sounds like a girl lives in my third grade English class. Um, <laughs> the, the 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 subject matter that I'm going to throw out, please very try our best not to talk over each other. But it is called verbal assault. Who fares better in America? Brian Parker, go. Who fares better in America? Those who have uh, means, those who have uh, power, those who have money. Why would you say such a thing? That just sounds so democratic. Yeah, I guess the truth hurts. <laughs> you know, there are, there are a whole it. hell of a lot of people out here with plenty of money and who are miserable. Hell yeah. Well, well, it ain't about being happy. It ain't about being happy. Yeah. I mean, I never said no, that. I didn't ask about anybody's feelings. Yeah. I just yeah. want to know who, fares, who better. fares the best. Yeah. Right. Fair better. The, the people who are happiest fare the best. What do you mean, by race or how? Well, you're getting so spiritual on me. <laughs> no, actually, I think uh, he's got well, a great point. we got to look at happiness. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, very know, happy Trump's president. Th- there, there are people who, oh, you know, I take a look go. at like Joy. I look at this um, uh, Sonia Sotomayor with her the wisdom of the Latina, 
Well, how about the wisdom of the We're talking about a U.S. Supreme Court judge on a political show. I love it. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear this. Uh, and she recently said something ridiculous, so she's in the head again. All right, so the wisdom of the Latina. Well, how about the wisdom of somebody, let's say, grew up rich. <laughs> the father was a, traveling the world. She never, as a little girl, never got to see her father. Wait little, a minute. You think she grew up rich? No, I'm saying someone like a little white girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. Right. Whose father was out traveling the world, never got, never had any love from her father. Well, he loved her, but well, she well, never what, saw What white girl are you talking about? And then about? I'm saying... He's talking hypothetically. No, no, no. Forget hypothetical. We're talking politics. These are real things that happen. She's got a mother who's a lush that drinks gin and tonics all damn day. Story time. And so she's got she's got that upbringing. So how about the wisdom of her or somebody who worked 30, 40 years in the same company uh, dutifully was there right on time every day and then was unceremoniously dumped without so much as a gold watch. I bet. Do you know what I mean, Rob Arnold is talking about? The wisdom about? it doesn't I, have to be. But I, I think he's talking about this well, girl that exactly she had a crush on. About. He was seeing someone and she really didn't like her the job that she had and he was trying to help her. I are think. we talking about Marla Maples? What do you guys mean? Some white blonde girl who had right. everything. Talking about the fact, why does that. it have to be Latina? Why does it right. have to be the wisdom of the that. Latina? Right. How about the wisdom of this particular woman in this particular circumstance so it, that story can reach across the board past all the shades, confines all of Latina? Colors. Yes. Maybe it's the white girl that you're talking about whose right. father never loved her and her mother's a lush. Sounds maybe like Hillary Clinton. The, maybe it's the black girl <laughs> who's being raised by her father that's working two jobs and can yeah. barely see his... Who knows? Age. It's just the, the, I like that you said sharing father. the pain, sharing the pain that a lot of young women have when they're alienated in this culture, which is a problem. Yeah. Okay. No I see a lot of sneers and jeers inside the studio. You can't see me, Mr. Kirk Adair. What is going on here? <laughs> I ask a very simple question: Who fares better in America? And I feel like I was put on an indie five. Thousand or is it five hundred? I think this is five. This is the five thousand. This is the five thousand. I feel like I'm on a racetrack where cars are spinning oh. by, and yeah. I don't know where the finish line is. Right. Well, you're asking who fares better in America. Well, depends on what you mean. It's an open-ended yeah, question. It's, it's, an, it's an open-ended question. I would say the people that fare better are those that make in excess of a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, those who don't. Um, are suffering on any number of levels. Um, if you're asking, you know, on a shade basis of Sh- who fares... Shade fair, as in being shady? As in skin color? Uh, who fares better? I would say white upper mm-hmm. class and white upper middle class uh, fare better, okay, in all ways as far as... Ex- uh, uh, Job, uh, job, uh, job ability, employment level, uh, educational level, level, housing, housing, uh, you name it, because that is, in fact, the way this country is structured at this point. If you want to be fair about it, Um, there are uh, it's it's opening up, but not really very much. Yeah, but wait a minute. There are white people that send their white children to black educators. They get pulled over by black police officers. They go in front of black judges. They go into the knives of black doctors. Their white children admire black yeah, well, athletes. Not. It's, it, black what are you people are in every Rob? station of life. Well, well we're not discussing that. We're discussing about? fair, better, what? and that's but, but generally an, quite economic, well. no, that's an economic situation. 
and people are pushed in this country into stereotypical roles that fit the society as it works right now. I have, I, have well. a nod from, I have a nod from Brian Parker as Rob Arnold has spoke up on behalf of the state of, of, of black Americans doing better. He was saying that white well. Americans suffer at the hands of, uh, excuse me, Caucasians, you know, uh, because they may not just be American, will suffer at the hands of a person of color of African descent in the United States. Am I being a little too PC? Because I, I just I sound like a, I, I, I sound like I'm bullsh- talking bullshit. That, well, yeah, I what did Rob well, say? because that is bullshit. No, what I said was was that it's it's um it's all shades of all colors of all Americans that can excel and fare well. But you said white no. and black, so that's yeah, I'm what saying, I'm harping no. on. White people, yeah, but who send gets their the advantage? Who okay. starts out so, with the extra exactly. point? I, right? I is right. So, so you I, know know I mean? is asking. Head start. Who gets the head start? It's an illusion if right. you think everything's right. fair. Right. If you, if you, and, and no. from, everyone can get from Ibex's uh, point, and I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but if you were running a <laughs> race, his point is is that some of us start at the starting point, and some of us are already 400 yards out in front. 400 yards or 400 years? And some of us, 400 or yards or, or meters. Us, but some who's going to win? Who, who is predetermined to win a race like that? And it's if rigged, the person yeah. at the starting line does win the race, it's because they had to try even harder. Mr. Kirkadero, you know, we, I feel that we on this program bash two different things. Mm-hmm. We're either bashing the government or we're bashing billionaires. Is that realistic? Well, you should be bashing both. Why? Why bash billionaires who've made it yeah, to well, the Well, no, the, because they've made it to the top on somebody else's on somebody else's labor. No, no. It's Not they've made it to the envy. top on somebody else's labor and usually rather unfairly and usually as part of a crony they system. They work 70 hours a week. A lot of these people who are rich. Bullshit. Well, Demonizing the and villainizing the rich doesn't the get anybody anywhere. But Brian Parker, I will, Parker, Brian, I will neither vilify nor defend the rich. They are simply who Brian they are. Brian Parker, a maid in a hotel works good people and they're bad people. Right. Exactly. Get anything else. I, I just think that's so tired. Good right. people and bad people. You know, a maid in a hotel true. works Wait, 70 hours a week. You have more than a billion dollars. You are not a good person. Can she become a billionaire? Or he? No, because, I mean. Wait, why do you say No. Maybe from actually cleaning all those hotel rooms, she discovers some sort of like nuanced device, and she actually markets it and sells it. Well, That's the beauty of possibility. But doesn't that you require education? You say that. Well, does she I've, need well, an education I mean, to figure well, out that she's going to make a better toilet brush? I mean, maybe right. Okay. Th- doesn't that? If, I'm sorry, but this baked-in assumption is really kind of major. this baked an assumption right. that just because someone is a low station in life, they're doomed to it forever, right. is actually kind of insulting It is insulting. No, I think what's yeah. insulting is that we think that um, pe- not Everybody has the same opportunity. No right. one's saying yeah. that. Bullshit. Who said Who said it's going to be fair? But everybody no does good, have the same No good book always. on this planet, from the Bible to the Quran to the Torah, but says it's going to be fair. Hold on one but second. Back to his James Smith, James Smith, James Smith. Hold on one That's second, everybody. I mentality that we I'm want here. it to be fair. We are talking, my brother here, my, my Republican brother here mentioned uh, the Bible. He mentioned uh, the Torah, and he mentioned the Quran. Okay. As mm-hmm. a person of color, is this an issue that involves religion? Is it a, an issue that involves race, culture? T- t- tell me all yeah. about it. Who who fares better in America? Is it a racial issue? Is it a cultural issue? We'll have a question. Depends. Do I count as a person of color? Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. Just making sure. Oh, well, um, didn't you say you're from Central Asia? Yeah, I'm Asian, but do Asians count as I don't know. I, was, I know in the well, back here, you guys so like to think you, you, you don't. Hold on. You Down don't. south, you will get pulled over, yes. He asked a very good question, and here's why he asked a good question. Here in New York City, the top mm. school is Stuyvesant High School. Fuck it yeah. is Public. 70% 
Asian American. According to black and Spanish-speaking Americans, who one would consider brown, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know about the, I don't know about the Indo-American population, but we do know we do know that New York is implementing a new. Now, let me get this right. Let me clarify. De Blasio, who run, who tried to run in the Republican ticket excuse me, Democratic ticket mm-hmm. for president. He's a current New York mayor with less than 1% of the national polls. <laughs> that was just straight up ego. But anyway, sure, sure. Of course. there is a new school's chancellor. I believe his name is Carranza. Yes. And he is implementing a new rule across the board that the 10%, if I'm hoping I'm getting the number right, um, the top people from every single middle school will be selected in New York City to attend the hop, top high schools. And I oh disagree God. because I went to a magnet. I went to magnet schools, and I've been part of busing programs. And diversity is a motherfucker when it works. Yeah, let me tell you something yeah. about why you're so completely and totally wrong about this. All educating right? all people, giving them a fair <laughs> yeah, opportunity. No one's talking about not educating. But the you, valedictorian. So no of one's every denying school. you an education as well. You have to make the grade to get into stipend. Stuyvesant High School. Stuyvesant High School has a very good, very well-deserved reputation. And you're going to take it away from the few black Spanish kids who actually bust their Did ass. Did you say Spanish? Say, yeah. Did you yes. say Spanish? What does Span- that mean? Spanish. From Hispanic. Hispanic. Now, there's a different... You want right. to do this? That's or do you really want to no, talk we're gonna about do this topic? No, we're going to do this No, no, no. No, no, no you know exactly what I mean. But I want to clarify. Woo! I want to clarify. Because you know something? When a black kid works extra hard to get into Stuyvesant High School, he deserves it. Right. When a kid works extra, Spanish kid works extra hard to get into Stuyvesant High School, he deserves it. And the one thing you should really be freaking proud of and proof positive that maybe the white system isn't as biased as you think it is because a bunch of Asian kids can come over there and kick their ass in their own school system. Right. Now, I just want you to know. Right. So it's maybe black people, math. if we change the message in our community, <laughs> we actually apply ourselves that way and say, we want to own this. Thank I you. can't Thank speak you, James. for Spanish people. You're right. But I can speak for my own people now, and say that I want to see you rise up to the challenge and not me pull you up out of there now check this out it just so happens that the host of the show is black and he's went to one of the top schools in massachusetts which is the top education state it just so happens that the director of the show are you talking about yourself haitian american and latina so since we're talking about this issue she has walked up to me and requested an opportunity to speak there we I go. didn't request it. I asked. I didn't request it. I demanded it. Oh, oh. take saying. it. Go. Bring take it, sister. It. Just saying. No, like, I understand James's point, and it's right. Like, there's a reason why the exam itself, it's an exam. It's a black and white exam, yeah. blind admissions. You, pa- you get the grade, you pass it. As someone who took the exam. You did? I did. When I was 13 years old, I took the exam. How'd you do? You were offered that? I was offered That's it, yeah. an honor in of itself. Boom. Here's the thing. So you need to be offered an opportunity to take an exam to yeah, get into a top to school? To get into the best school, yes. It That's how you weed out the, way- the people that will waste everyone else's time. Well, the right. thing is, is okay, that, they, that. Encouraged, they encouraged all the like the top 30 kids of the eighth grade to actually take it at my school. And I and I happened to rank in that top 30. I think I was like in the top God bless you. How did you do on the test? I didn't make it. I didn't make the grade, and that's perfectly fine, and I understand that. But then again, I also figured out that it could have been just simply that either I wasn't unprepared. I'm not a good test taker. Right. I realized that. Like, there, I when I took that. SATs. There are remedies for all of this. There are some people who are super smart but not very good at taking tests. Exactly. That is something now, the thing true. is, I understand. I understand where James is talking about. I disagree with that mythology. I think that's a mythology. And studies Even have shown that it's a mythology. I agree with what you're well, saying, but the there mythology? are variables you have to look at. Yes. Right. 
I mean, I had the same thing. You can quantify and test, and you have a variety of methods that we can do it. Once we start going down this path of making mother may I excuses, we can can deprive ourselves of the true intellectual geniuses and the true intellectual giants that we are agnostic to racial differences. But that that really does happen. It wasn't a mother may I situation, though. It wasn't a mother may I. I took the exam. I didn't want to take the exam, but I took it anyway because I was encouraged by my school. And the thing is, I know that I don't do well on standardized tests. I don't understand why I don't. That's the problem. Because the testing is not you. It's the testing. Exactly. Exactly. Holy cow. This is the cry of we can't have one. There's no one one size fits all testing. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I just want to get to my point. Here's the thing. I totally understand where James is coming from. I also am a little bit bothered by the fact that the people that are upset by de Blasio's policy just happens to be the Asian community. Because I don't hear much from, so much from like the white communities Mm -hmm. or the other communities that are affected. I hear it mainly from the Asians because they feel like, hey, well, if you just allow anybody, then it takes a seat away from kids that deserve it. Exactly. Dilution. It's quite bothersome. They think it's diluting it. Well, one second. Um, Ibeck, we're talking about the Asian community. What do you want to add to this conversation? What about the Asian community? Because they're the ones that are faring better overall on the standardized exams. I bet up in arms over the uh, the standardized testing being, you know, that that at Stuyvesant like High School. asking the one Asian guy in the panel how he feels about this. Yeah, man, I wasn't, Look, I wasn't good at school. I'm a comedian, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's another stereotype because I could tell you right he now. He doesn't believe in school. I don't believe in school. If you think this guy actually disproves the Unless you want to be a doctor. You should probably go to school if you want to be a doctor. Dude, you're beautiful just the way Everyone else, Because everyone else has this weird stereotype and we're all feeding into it <laughs> pretty much what yeah absolutely well I mean somebody who is Asian may have a little more insight into an issue that is that is pr- predominantly s- surrounded by I don't think this Asian is an Asian folks. issue if, if, if it was I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off there Rob but I feel very strongly about this because the thing is it dilutes minority communities it dilutes our intellectual achievement it's basically giving us a cookie and saying okay you can sit in that part of the room it's the reason why okay. the reality is when I work in technology I wish to God, I, I would look across and I would see more black faces, more Spanish yeah. faces, but I do not. Okay. You want to know why? Because for decades we've done this participation trophy approach towards it's achievement terrible. in our it's culture. Terrible. I'm going to add in for Wait, a second. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's James, why do you think it is that there's it's mostly white people and not a lot of minority people? Maybe it's like going back to the other topic, and how so certain like, people get like a head what, start what in life. Mean? They get advantages. Maybe these white people got a head start in the race. Oh, we know they did. And that's why did. they're in we that position and not a minority. It's not every single white guy. But we do know that the, a lot of them do get a head start in life. Okay. What I'm saying is, so what? Hold right. on. Hold on. Are you going to change it? it? I'm going to say something to. that's non-PC here. What's um, society? We, you know, it, it, is, it is understood or it is a thought process with a lot of uh, Caucasians and people of African descent that um, people of Asian communities tend to uh, tend to follow rules a lot stricter. No doubt. I don't know if it's a Chinese thing. I don't know if it's a Japanese thing. I don't Cultural. know if it's a Philippines thing. Cultural. But, but, but if you but, study Confucianism, that's exactly where it comes from. Okay. Right. So, that's right. So here's here's yeah, here's absolutely. what I want to here's what I want to add. The, Confucian the, the, and Buddha. The woman, exactly. The woman who runs this media company, okay? She is essentially my, my, my third in command. She, she is in this room. And the, she is a graduate from a, a city university. 
and she has a master's in film and television. Now, I selected her because she was the person most willing to do a job that I, as the founder of the media company, was not willing to do. She said, give me the opportunity to do it. Give me the opportunity to do it. Now, we're going to come back to the testing thing, and I'm going to tell you why. I was taught that when you test, you answer the questions that are most simple first. That's so you can accumulate points. The questions that are most difficult, you get more points for, but so they suck up the, time. You scan the sheet and you look for the most easiest that opportunistic target. That is, that is one methodology. That is one methodology. Now, I want to go back to something. A lot of those <clears> Asian <throat> communities, um, and, I, and, and I was in a program for formerly incarcerated people, and this guy who was incarcerated had his mother telling him i believe he's um i believe he's chinese american his mother kept saying study your math study your math study your math it was robotic and a lot of times asian communities get accused of being sort of monochromatic or robotic in their approach it's the tiger mom and if you want to take a look at one of the harsh truths we have in New York City, you want to talk about the built-in racism. Wait, what's a tiger you mom? You want to talk up? You want to talk Th about this is my age. This is my age, this is my Central Asian brother saying, "What is a tiger mom?" I don't know what that is. Yeah, oh, what, is, what does that can, mean? You, that just, almost sounds just, racist. Just, just Google it if you haven't heard. Well, the no, no, I want you to explain oh, yeah, it, please. Tiger mom is an Asian stereotype of the a the hyper aggressive Asian mom, and if you haven't heard it, then I would actually. No, it ex it's real. It's absolutely real. It so you actually yeah, so hold up a second. Were you being disingenuous when you acted like you didn't hear? You've never heard of this before. No, I've never heard that term. I, ne I never. And how do you know it's real? Because it's I have an common Asian mother in the community. Oh, how how do I know or how well, does he you, know? On yeah, one hand, you're saying you have no idea what he's talking about. The other no, hand, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me so let me continue. 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 Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. I did not know what uh, Tiger Mom the the phrase meant, but I know what. I know I have a tiger. So mom. once he described it, you're you're aware yes, of I'm what very, he's talking and about. And I'm now, saying it's and now you know it's it's let's, hold on. let's just move past the no, little no, let's steamy not move past pile it. on life's highway Thank and just you, put yeah. it in our rear let's, view mirror. Let's right not now. move past it. So while I was in this form uh, this program for formerly incarcerated people, and the program has asked me to come back for a third time. We do this thing where all of us line up on a red line, and what we have to do is we have to step behind the line or in front of the line. And what happened was we had a bunch of volunteers that would come through the line. And when I was talking to my Asian correspondents, every single one of them, and there would be 10, there would be 20, there would be 50, said they had resentment for being in America and having a parent or two that they felt was not supportive of their creativity, but required them to hit certain grade marks. You have to get the grade. You have to get the grade. We have to get the grade. Now... There are, the some, there are some Asian Americans that are upset that Harvard is saying, we need the diversity because our university fares better with diversity. We've had the same issue with Columbia. So, so if, if Columbia was all Caucasian, at which one time it was, or all Asian, would that make it a top school? First well, of all, during, optics, no, what, during no, first of all, during no period during Columbia's history, except probably when its first thirty years, was it one hundred percent Caucasian? There are always examples of the first black doctor that graduated there, of the first black scientist that worked there, of the first black woman that worked there. So this, so this fantasy. What's that, we fantasy? What, that we perpetuate, okay? The reality of what we're talking about, if you want to get to real brass tacks, when I was a father for the first time in my life, my firstborn son, and because of the way I was raised by my father's side of the family, one of the things I just naturally did was take my son to the museum every single weekend. 
broke my heart that when I went to the Museum of Natural History and I went to the Museum of Art on the West Side, I would never see other black faces or Spanish faces. Terrible. I, okay. would see, I would see white, I would see Chinese. Why do you think? And maybe I was... It's a cultural issue that we don't so want hold on, to hold address. On, hold on. Are you saying that? Do you think that, it's, a, you you think it's that, an accident that not one single African nation has been able to replicate what North South Korea has done? James, but South, South Korea fifty years ago was an agrarian culture. They were pushing yaks and picking one, rice one out of the second, water. James, now one we're second, buying James. Samsung phones in their cars. Don't mind me if I let someone else speak. Brian Parker, go ahead. As as the other person of African descent on the panel. We, we all get the same opportunities. You're from the South. We all get the same opportunities. We don't. We, we, we don't. We don't. But what I hear is, is okay, so what? We know this. Well, I mean, that's the, that's the point. That's the problem. So is this a cultural thing or is this a system, systemic? You know, systemic. Well, Environmental somewhat. It's, a, it's, it's not all or one. It's, Geographical? It's, it's a, it's Name a one black it. country that's totally dope that everybody wants to run to. Name one black country out there that's a sovereign black Zimbabwe. country that's as cool as freaking Japan Zimbabwe. or Taiwan. I've been to Zimbabwe, Wait a minute. Hold dude. On, that's hold not on. true. Well, hold on, brother. Well, hold on. Hold on. Well, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop the panel yeah. because I'm going to tell you something. I am. Um, I grew up in a home with an African, okay? Uh, 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 from 9 to 13, my stepfather was from Sierra Leone. Mm. Now, oh. I'm in agreement with you that um, we have an issue with a lot of African nations and their, uh, their need for dictators and power and all it's of so that stuff. Weird, man. What was unfortunate is that this man who was from Sierra Leone would be so surprised that I was an African American mm -hmm. and I was making the honor roll. He was surprised that I was an African American and I didn't drink yet. He was surprised that I was an African American and I wasn't committing crimes. So I somehow are, somehow there's this this perpetuation that those of African descent aren't willing to apply ourselves. Right. Now, I am supposedly... And some of us have bought into it. Now, I am supposedly a convicted... individual-by-individual case. One See, second, that's, that's, one second. Make a blanket no, statement. and I'm going to cut you off again. One, one thing I want to say about being African-American in New York is that we love locking up black people. We yep. love locking them up. There's a famous Malcolm X speech. There's a famous Malcolm yeah. X speech that he yeah. did when he well, had these and Malcolm X was also locked he up. He did a and Reverend Dr. Luke Martin Luther King was locked up. He did a famous series of speeches with this white liberal guy, and he talked about all those years ago. Gee, for some odd reason, up in Harlem in the African American community, we do not treasure um, scholastic academic achievement, and we seem to be stabbing, murdering, and killing each other. Right. This is Malcolm X saying we need to stop doing this in the black community, and we need to yeah. own. It. Okay. We need to own the truth. We shouldn't care about if it embarrasses us in front of white people. We shouldn't right. say, hey, Asian person, if you're doing all this academic achievement, you have to give us a free spot. We Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Hold on, panel. I'm going to let Abeck. I want you to contribute. You got 30 right. seconds. Go. Dude, honestly, can we just drop it with the race? No. I feel like at the end of the nervous? day, if, if you're telling make you uncomfortable. No, it's like why do we? Why does it matter if somebody's a, Asian or Hispanic or whatever? It doesn't matter if you're talented or if Kumbaya, you're putting in the work. You really then you the really need to like get to, to get up to the top, and you need to be given the opportunity to, you know, just like everybody else. I, I think we need to stop with this whole race thing. Well, race plays, plays a real race plays a real issue if in you, day to day. Life. You know, if you want to put in the work and you want to be somebody, you should be given the opportunity. Okay, we're doing a wrap up. Well, I'm going to let Rob Arnold take this. You got 30 seconds. Go. Well, I mean, race plays an issue in in all aspects of life, not just in America, but across the whole world. 
it's it's but not why? that it's not that well because it just is I'm a saying it shouldn't. We deserve cultural differences different hair care needs different eating habits all kinds of different cultural things yeah why do you worry uh, about that that's well, none of your about business about no 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 what, 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 is my hair? About, what do you have to anyway, do about my hair so, how it, does my hair affect you it's not about what do you care about my hair about the fact my barber worries about that it's about the fact that racial issues play into everyday life but why? No ways about and that. it shouldn't. Well, and this is the history right. of the United States. Well, it's this is just the, the way it is. You're over past, your 30 seconds. You can wish James, past one that second. Didn't. Don't hog time. Go ahead, Brian Parker. It, 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 we're, we're talking about black people um, sometimes not operating on the same playing field. What do you think? 30 seconds. Well, you know, it, it's it's kind of bad. At one point. Kind of. Well, it's, it's bad from the standpoint that you are set back, but then after a while, you play into it. And, and that's actually what kind of kills me a lot of times is, is that when I'm represented, even in the hospitality industry, there are not a lot of people that look like me in the positions that I am because they've been conditioned to believe that's not where you belong. Do you think they're not Ooh. applying for the jobs? No, because they don't see any representation to say, hey, I could do that, too. Thank you. Very good point. That's James, so interesting. James yeah. Smith, the other person on the panel outside of IBEC, uh, you have 30 seconds, and I'm going to cut you off at a sharp 30, brother. I think we just have to strive and work harder. We have to actually take ownership James and acknowledge the bird. fact that we have issues right, in James? the black community. We have serious, bird. serious issues in the black community bird. that transcend any churlish comments or anything that you controllishly say that transcend Democrat and Republican. We could talk about it from Amen. Jamaica to Africa to everywhere to every single black community in the world once we actually take it by the horns. And I think there is a point that what you're saying, but I don't think it's us having to see us in positions and, of leadership. And it's us actually making value of education. That ball if by you the look at how black people feel about education overall, we give a lot of lip service to it, but they're not at the museums, they're not parenting our well, children properly. I, but that's why they I, need to see it in us in those positions so right that on. they can aspire for One that. One second, It's either in your heart. It doesn't come from the outside. Thank you, guys. If love, Thank you guys. joy, happiness True. never will come from the outside. It has to come from inside. And the willingness to do that has to come from the inside. So no one has to show me an example. The first Thank, black Thank you, James Smith. Thank you, James Smith. I had to kill him. your mic. Kirk Adair, yeah, you're the final speaker. I'm giving you 30 seconds. You are an educator. I, we never talk about what schools you have taught at, but in your classes, what do you see? In your classes, what have you seen as a professor? You've got 30 seconds, sir. Oh, 30 seconds, oh, great. So <laughs> shoot myself in the foot um, and then find a Band-Aid. Um, in the classes that I teach or taught, uh, I taught uh, history, and I found that it was uh, a shocking deficit for uh, across the board, um, racially, if you want to put it that way, that people were not aware of the benefits and the striving in their own history. That uh, America teaches you only very specific indoctrinated history with a specific slant uh, beginning in 1775 as though Nothing existed before that, and it teaches you a very limited view of the world and history as a whole up until today. Man, what about the so museums true. that James I, 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 I am, I am going like to that. I'm going so to head and go and thank uh, Ibeck Abdekar. I'm going to thank Mr. Thank <laughs> I'm going to thank Rob Smith. I'm going excuse me, Rob Arnold. I'm going to thank James Smith. I'm going to thank Brian Parker, and I'm going to thank Mr. Kirk Adair. I also want to thank our director, our engineer, our uh, our 
director of photography and also uh, the person who is sitting in considering how we can take this animated d vocal opposition and turn it into an animated series. Also known as verbal assault. Right on. You guys are so great. We are growing. We are moving. Again, if you want to be part of the program, cast crew. 212 at gmail.com. I am your host, Marky Devereaux, and we are signing off. Have a great weekend.